Hey Breakthrough Family, so good to be with you. Thanks for joining us today. And um, we are so grateful for the way in which the Lord is looking after us, providing for us, and, um, and just expressing His kindness to us in very tangible ways. Again, thanks so much for those of you who've been sending in comments, sending in testimonies and letting us know what the Lord is doing. It's just so encouraging to all the rest of us when we are able to hear testimonies of God's goodness and uh, it inspires us, encourages us, us to keep in faith and uh, to keep looking to the Lord that He will provide for us, that, um, that He is able in these conditions and in these times that we're living in to come through for us in powerful ways. And so what I would just want to share with us today on, uh, on Tuesday is the story of what happened uh, with the founding of Tabasco Source. And here's a very interesting bit of um, uh, history. You can um, go and Google it and, and uh, dig it out for yourself. But it, uh, the whole thing, the success of Tabasco Source, and it's a, it's a worldwide brand and it's a sort of multi-million dollar empire. But it came out of the most intense um, chaos and, uh, and just hardship and um, and so what I'm wanting to do is just encourage you with the story that even though you're finding difficulty in, in where you are right now, but this could actually be the, the beginning point, the launching point for what could become just the most amazing uh, stepping stone into your destiny and, and into your future. And so um, the, the original founder of Tabasco Source was uh, a man by the name of uh, Edmund uh, McIlhenny, and uh, unusual name, but he was from Maryland and he moved to uh, Louisiana and uh, was in New Orleans and founded um, quite a, a, a bit of fortune as he went into banking. And um, so things were going really well. He was in New Orleans and, um, you know, uh, prospering. But then came along the American Civil War. And with the Civil War, banking and everything just totally collapsed. And uh, so there was this massive devastation which took place. So he and his wife retreated back to the family uh, homestead, which was on a sm small island called Avery Island. And um, so it was surrounded by a lot of marshlands, the, this island. Uh, so it wasn't like out in the sea, so it was c connected, but uh, separated because of the marshlands. But with the American Civil Wars, they were, were um, basically there just to uh, be safe. Um, but on Avery Island, there were these massive salt deposits. And so they were mining salt and, uh, and carrying on. But of course, the, the soldiers in the war needed salt to preserve their food and supply whatever they needed for animals, etc. And, uh, and so that became a place of uh, being in, in a war zone again. And uh, so they had to pull back from uh, whatever they were able to get out of the salt mines. But Edmund had a, uh, some seeds of, uh, of red peppers that had come originally uh, from uh, Mexico. 
And so he planted some of them. He was interested in gardening and uh, things went really well. And so uh, he actually grew these peppers and then began to experiment in the years about 19, uh, sorry, 1866 to about 1868, uh, coming up with recipes to create a, a sauce because food was really bland. And, um, and so he experimented over about a two-year period when everything else had been stripped away, the wealth, the luxury, all these things. Maybe he'd been a banker and uh, been doing very well in Louisiana, in, in uh, New Orleans. Um, so from a place of having to start over again from scratch, not just a second time, but a third time. And so he, he develops the source. And in about 1870, he gets a, a, a patent taken out. And uh, he then is able to sell his peppers. And of course now, um, uh, more than uh, 150 years later, we, 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 we all know the, the name Tabasco and it's spread worldwide. And it's still in the uh, McGillhenny family's um, ownership and it's been passed down from generation to generation. And they've been involved in some of the most amazing philanthropic um, ventures as a as a family um, just shining light and um, making a, a difference in this world and you know we look at such a, a big operation and having such a worldwide uh, impact we think wow you know it must have had you know just a uh, amazing beginnings well it actually started out of devastation and out of hardship from moving from Maryland to New Orleans and starting from scratch becoming a banker, and then losing their, all that, and then going and working with salt, and then losing that, and then having to start again. Here's what I want us to be encouraged by. Even if you're feeling like you're in a place of loss, a place of hardship, that you're, you're, you're kind of like, how am I supposed to move forward in all of this, with this lockdown, and business is so quiet, for those who are able to start up, it's kind of like, well, who are you going to sell to? And uh, if you're in, in uh, manufacturing, well, you know, who are you going to supply to? And there's so many challenges and, and issues that each one of us is facing. But I just want to encourage you. The Lord can speak to you and give you a divine idea that will not only be able to provide for you and for your family, but could be something that could be a legacy that could go from generation to generation and could literally be something that could impact the world. You know, we know that Jesus said to us, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Now, he did not say that we would not go through difficult times. All that he was saying was, no matter what the circumstances are, I'm going to be with you. And so we know that his presence is everywhere but we also know that more specifically, the nearness of his presence is with us. And we can, we can ask of him to lead us and to guide us and to show us things that we can do. So I want to encourage you. Be open in this time of not uh, getting into a place of being downhearted and filled with despair. But actually, Lord, there are things that I've got. You see, Edmund just had a few seeds 
of these chilies that he could plant. And he tended them and he looked after them. And that became the, the launching point of a global uh, brand. So just like with Tabasco sauce, which started with just an invention and just trying to create something in the kitchen, maybe there's something that you have got. Maybe there's a gift. Maybe there's an interest. Maybe there's a hobby. Maybe there's something that the Lord can give to you through that, that as you work with it, you invent something that can then get a patent and can then spread out. The Lord is with you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Now's the time for you to be in place of faith and trusting Him. Lord, you're in my future. You know what the future looks like. I'm asking that you deal with me in the now. That you prepare me for my future. Thank you that you would never leave me, never forsake me. And even though there's some difficult constraints that we're facing during this lockdown. But that you are sufficient for everything that I have need of. All of my todays, all of my tomorrows. You are with me. And so we're asking, Lord, that you would strengthen us and encourage us as we choose to live in a place of faith and hope, of peace and of trusting you, that you work in my today to get me ready for my tomorrow, because our tomorrows are going to be glorious. We know because you say that you lead us from glory to glory. So our tomorrow is going to be even more glorious than our today. Thank you, Lord, that you're positioning me, you're getting me ready, that I might meet my tomorrow with confidence. And so we trust in you. Lord, we also trust our nation to you. So let's take some time just to pray for, for South Africa. Lord, our nation, we bring it before you. We thank you for our leaders. We thank you for those who are in government. And whether we voted for them or not is not the issue. But they are our leaders. And, and you encourage us in the scriptures that we would pray for those who are in authority. And so we pray for them. And we ask, Lord, that you would strengthen their hands. That you would strengthen them with people of great wisdom and integrity. We're asking, Lord, that you would cut off and you would silence the voices of deceit those who are corrupt, those who have um, ulterior motives. We ask that those would be blown away. They would be removed, even as smoke is blown away by the wind. That those who uh, have, have dark dealings, that those things would be exposed by the light. They would be removed. We're asking, Lord, that you would surround our leaders with people who can cause us to be headed in the right direction. So we're asking, Lord, for a recalibration, that the compass, the direction, the, where we're headed as a nation, we're asking for a recalibration that we would point towards the living God, that as a nation we would turn. We thank you, Lord, that you are using this time to turn our lives around individually that you're causing us to long for you, to seek you, and to seek your purposes, your blessing, and your favor. But we ask, Lord, not just for ourselves as an individual, but we're asking also 
for us as a nation, that you would soften the hearts of those who are in government and in leadership, and that they would turn towards righteousness and truth, that truly we would see prosperity flowing down to every part of society. So we ask for those who are struggling for their daily survival. We know that you are the God who provides. You are the one who can give manna in the desert. You don't need systems in place. But we're asking, Lord, for those who are struggling and the systems haven't reached to them, that you would meet them. Lord, supernaturally, sovereignly, we're asking for a multiplication of food. We thank you for those who are involved with feeding schemes. And we thank you for the opportunities that we as the Breakthrough family also have to reach out and to be your hands and feet. We ask, Lord, that whatever we're involved in, that there would be an increase, that there would be a multiplication, that many more mouths would be sustained because you're involved. We're asking that during this time, people's need would cause them to look up and to see you, that you are a good God, that you are a loving Father, that you've not abandoned us. So we say thank you, Lord, for the way in which you're leading your people to be light and to be salt and to be the spice of life and to bring about change. We thank you, Lord, that you're changing us and you're changing our city and you're changing our nation in this time. We praise you. Amen. Well, thank you, Breakthrough family and friends for joining us. Really so good. And, you know, for those of you who've been watching for a little while and you, you're not so sure if you're in, in a good relationship with God, if you've got questions and you're wondering if God would actually love you, that He would accept you, I want to encourage you to take time just to pray your own words. You know, you don't need somebody to pray for you. God is looking at the heart more than he's looking at the perfection of your words. And just to reach out and to say, Lord, if you're there, make yourself known to me. I, I want to find you. I, I want to know more of you. Not just about you, but I want to know you. I want to experience the blessing and the favor that it, these other folks have been talking about. You know, just in very easy, everyday kind of language. Just express what's on your heart. You know, God knows that already, but He's longing for us to come to Him and to be honest with Him and to express it to Him. And that He might interact with us, that we might hear His voice. So, perhaps I could also encourage you. We've got folks who are ready and, and waiting. We have a team of folks who will... Uh, be happy to answer your questions so if you want to just jump onto our website and there's a, a form where you can just request prayer or um, to somebody to reach out to you and uh, just fill out one of those those forms and um, and our team will be phoning you and just some one-on-one -on -one, uh, interaction with you when it's convenient you know some of you are involved with with working part-time or you you're working from home and it's not always convenient to take phone calls but you can set it up at a time that's uh, mutually convenient to you. 
And we'd love to help you on your journey of getting to know this amazing God who loves you and cares for you. And in spite of all of the circumstances round about, is wanting to reach out to you to establish you so that you might experience his love, which goes beyond all of the chaos of this world and brings you into a place of peace that you might be able to stand on a solid foundation. It's like being on a rock and the winds can come and the waves can come and all these things, but you still standing because you're on him. He is that rock and he is solid and uh, he wants to be that for you. So Lord bless you as you continue in your journey, because it's been a journey, that you continue in your journey of reaching into that relationship of peace and of love and of hope with Jesus and with God the Father. So Lord bless you. Folks, thanks for tuning in. I trust that the story of this guy, Edmund McGilhenney, who invented Tabasco sauce, that after facing multiple times of disappointment and, and loss and devastation, that he was able to just take the, the few seeds that he had in his hand and created a whole destiny, not just for himself, but for multiple generations. And who knows what the Lord is doing to set you up for your future and your children's children and their future as well. So the Lord bless you and uh, may you have a splendid Tuesday. Love you lots and uh, we'll see you soon.